the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. Hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in. This is Joshua Sasso with Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God Ministries International. And I want to wish you a Merry Christmas for all of you that are listening to us here at the prophetic voice of our time. And I'm here with Pastor Chris, and she has a special Christmas greeting that she wants to tell all of you that are listening today. Thank you, Joshua. I just want to greet everybody a very Merry Christmas. And I look forward in seeing some of you in person or in some via live stream for the prophetic gathering of the saints. Thank you, Rachel and Anthony, Roxanne and Anita. Thank you for joining us via live stream. Pat and Anna, thank you. And Thomas and Jasmine, thank you very much. And uh, William and, and Yoli, Linz. I know uh, you attended uh, the prophetic gathering of the saints uh, two years ago. So I'm looking forward in seeing you again. And, uh, and Brother Harold, thank you for joining us via live stream. It's going to be fun. And Rebecca, we received your registration. Uh, Hannah, Isaiah, Christina, Lucinda, I received your registration. And we will be joining by about um, 20 to 25 families in the Philippines. And, of course, you get to meet the, uh, the ministry team. And if you have not registered yet, consider joining us via live stream. You can register by going to our website, SOGMI.org. Again, it's SOGMI.org and click events. So God bless you and very, very Merry Christmas. It's going to be a very exciting rest of this year and a very exciting 2022 and beyond as we leap into the supernatural. Amen. And now that we're celebrating Christmas, let us remember our Lord Jesus Christ, for unto us a child is born. For unto us a son is given. And I'm very, very grateful for what Jesus did. Amen. And I'm very grateful for God the Father. And it's amazing because uh, I am not going to sacrifice uh, my, uh, my children uh, for you to get saved or for you to get delivered. That's why Jesus did it. And, and I know you're not going to sacrifice yourself or, or your loved one uh, for me to get saved. That's why Jesus came. And I am very grateful. And we have to really celebrate Christmas and continue to celebrate Jesus. Amen. 
Amen. We really do need to spend time celebrating Jesus and thanking him for all that he's done. The first ever Christmas, right, the first Noel, it was such a miraculous event. For the first time ever, God, he came down and humbled himself as a man so that he could take on the sins of the world, okay? And, you know, if you look at all the mythological stories, you look at all the um, pagan gods and all the different gods that different cultures worshipped, it was always mankind, they were looking up at God, and the gods were something so unattainable, right? You know, in some of the Greek tragedies, you know, man would try to defy God, or they would try to rise up to godhood, but they were always battling against them. But in Christianity, the one true God, he decided to come down and humble himself to that of a man, right? He laid aside his godhood, he laid aside his glory, so that he could come and die for us. That's just showing how great and awesome his love for us is, okay? And that's the reason why we get to celebrate Christmas and and we get to remember the gift of Jesus Christ. And that's the reason why we exchange gifts is because God gave us the greatest gift that we could ever have received, ever. It says in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6 and 7, For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Okay, and this is one of the many prophecies that was spoken about Jesus. The prophets of old, so many of them, they foretold that the Messiah was going to come, that he was going to be born of a virgin, that God was going to come down. And so God, he orchestrated all of these things so that the birth of Jesus could take place. And this is what we have to understand is that the first ever Christmas, it was such a world-changing event, okay? I mean, time was split, right? We The time was divided between before Christ and after Christ, okay? And the reason why it was divided in this way is because it was a turning point in our history, It was a turning point to where when God, he came down and humbled himself, and then he died on the cross so that now we could have eternal life, right? Something that was unaccessible to us, something that was completely impossible for us, right? Because we we were born with a sin nature. It was impossible for us to be holy like God, but through Jesus' sacrifice, right, how we were washed and cleansed with his blood, and how he went into hell, rose again from the grave. Because of that, the course of history was changed forever, okay? And we entered into a season that humanity has never entered before. Because Jesus ascended into heaven, the Holy Spirit came down and began to dwell inside of man. We became temples of the Holy Spirit. So before Jesus... You had to go to the temple. You had to go through all of these rituals and ceremonies and traditions just for a select few, right? The Levites, just a specific bloodline, a specific family line of people 
were only able to enter the Holy of Holies. And it was only after they went through all of these ceremonies, okay? Jesus ripped apart all of that, right? That veil was torn. The access to the Holy of Holies was made available to everyone. And not only that, the Holy Spirit came down and began to dwell in man. So now we have God himself, the God of the universe, living inside of us. And so I hope this illustrates to you just how the event of Jesus coming down, completely transforming the course of history, okay? So Christmas season is such a huge event for all of humanity, okay? And that is part of the reason why we celebrate. And the reason why I'm talking about this is because in this Christmas season, if we allow God, he is also going to take you to a new arena that you've never been to before, something that is life-altering, something that will change the course of your history to a place that we've never been to before, to your promised land, okay? And that is a land where God has destined you to inhabit it and establish his kingdom, right? Which means that you're going to be ruling and reigning as a king and a priest, okay? So if you give God the opportunity, he will take you into that new arena, okay? But that means, right, forsaking the old, forsaking those things that we knew, those things that we've grown accustomed to, and submitting it to God and allowing him to change even your good habits, okay? Because as it says in Isaiah chapter 9 that we just read, right, for unto us a child is born, for unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders, right? Now let me ask you, who is the body of Christ? We're the body of Christ, right? Which means that the government is going to rest upon the shoulders of the body of Christ. You see, that is a part of the transfer of wealth and the transfer of influence and the transfer of affluence, right? Because if the government is resting upon your shoulders, that means that all of it is hinging. The very foundations of it are leaned up against the body of Christ. We are supporting it, right? Which means that it wouldn't stand on its own. So God is going to bring the body of Christ to a position of influence like that. And he's going to do it by bringing us into these new arenas. And so let us focus on God. Let us allow him to move mightily in our lives, right? And let's focus on the things that we can start doing to start obeying the Holy Spirit, to start submitting to God and allowing him to lead us. I want us to change our mindset, right? Instead of what can we receive? What can we get? What can we get out of it? Because a lot of Christians, they approach God with their grocery list, right? They'll pray to God and they'll say, well, God, I want this. And God, I'm believing for this. And God, I really need this, right? But I encourage you this Christmas season, let's shift our focus and let's start asking God, God, what can I do for you? God, what can I do to meet your needs? What can I do to show you that I love you? Because not enough Christians are doing it. God is receiving all these prayer requests and these laundry lists of issues and problems and things that people want. So few people are ministering to his needs, okay? 
But let us judge, right, every day, not by the things that we've received, but by the seeds that we were able to sow, okay? And that's one of the ways that we can minister to God's needs, right? We ask God, okay, God, what can I do today? How can I show my love for you? How can I obey you? How can I minister to your people and build up your kingdom, right? We're getting into, again, this producing mindset where it's we're not thinking about the things that we're going to receive. We're thinking about the seeds that we can plant, the things that we can grow, the way that we can help people. You know, there's only a few days left in this year. And I want you to ask yourself, if you were to be honest with yourself and you were to say, did I do everything that I could to obey God? Did I take the things that God gave me and use them the way that he wanted me to? Did I take the opportunities that God gave to me? Did I spend every day operating in the love of God? Did I spend every day, you know, taking the instructions that God gave me and submitted to him? Did I submit to God, right? Did I minister to God's need? Did I do everything that I could to follow and obey him? See, if a lot of us are honest, the answer is no, we didn't. No, we could have obeyed God more. We insisted on our own ways of doing things. But we have to ask ourselves, you know, what kind of legacy do we want to leave in 2021? You know, do we want the legacy to be that we live for ourselves? So you have to ask yourself, man, what kind of legacy do I want to leave for this year? Okay, because I want to leave a legacy. I want people to look at my life and I want them to see the hand of God, the supernatural manifesting so that it will strengthen their own faith that they'll say, man, you know what? Josh Sasso submitted to God and look at how God was able to use him. I'm going to do that too. I'm going to put faith in God and I'm going to obey him. That's the kind of legacy that I want to leave. One that other people will look at and they will know that they can also trust God and they can also submit to him. Okay. And so because the identity that we're taking on, it is not one that we have built for ourselves. It has to be one that's given to us by God. And let me give you a simple example. There was a man by the name of Abram who was minding his own business. And then God said to him, Abram, leave your father's household, take your family, and go to a place that I will show you. I will make your name great, you will be a great nation, and all the nations of the earth will be blessed through you. Okay, God created a destiny for Abram, right? Something that was not in his grasp. And then he even changed his name and he said, you will be the father of many nations. From now on, you will be called Abraham, the father of many nations. So God even changed his name, okay? And this is something that was not even on Abram's radar. You know, Abram probably just wanted a kid so that he would have descendants. He was not thinking, oh, you know, it'd be so cool if, you know, if I would be the father of many nations and then eventually the Messiah would come through my bloodline, right? That was not even in his radar at all, okay? And that's what you have to understand is that sometimes God is going to assign you an identity that doesn't make sense to you or you feel like you're not qualified for, right? Because Abram, he was an old man already. His wife was barren and she was also old, okay? And God said, you're going to be the father of many nations, even though he had no children, okay? But... Abraham submitted to God, right? He left where he was comfortable. He left his father's household, right? Which means that all of the security, you know, all the financial stability, right? He was guaranteed to have probably some kind of inheritance. 
you know, probably some kind of a state, okay? God says you're going to leave all of that and go to a place where I will show you, okay? So now all that financial stability is gone, right? All that security, it's gone. And he didn't even know where he was going, you know? If I was Abraham, I'd be afraid. It's like, you know, okay, go to a place where I will show you, okay? And I would be thinking, what if I go in the wrong direction? You know, what if I was supposed to go east and I went west and then I walked 200 miles to the west and I have to turn around, right? (laughs) That's what I would be thinking. But Abraham went, he stepped out in faith. And because of that, he was able to step into the destiny that God has for him. Okay, God has a great supernatural destiny for you. And it's not an identity that you fashioned for yourself. Okay, something that you're trying to build yourself up to be. God has an identity for you. And it's something that's actually perfect for you because what we have to understand is that God knows us better than we know ourselves. Because let's face it, okay, a lot of times we don't actually know what we want. Many times we think we want something and then we get there and then we realize, oh, okay, that's actually not as cool as I thought it was going to (laughs) be. Or, you know, I still feel like I want more, right? We don't actually know what we want, okay? And it takes sometimes some humility to admit that. But God knows you better than you know yourself. And not only that, he also loves you more than you love yourself. And let's face it, if we're honest, a lot of us love ourselves quite a bit. A lot of us act out of our self-interest, okay? But God loves you even more than you love yourself. So much so that he was willing to send his only begotten son to die on the cross for you. Now that is something amazing, okay? So if God knows you better than you know yourself, and God loves you more than you love yourself, then in our own self-interest, actually, the best thing you can do for yourself is trust in God, is rely on him, submit yourself to him, because he will turn everything around in favor of those who love him. Any bad situation, you know that you can trust him to get you out of it. And not only that, he's going to bring you into a land that is promised to you, your promised land where you're going to rule and reign as a king and a priest. Because God's calling in your life, it's greater than anything you can imagine for yourself. In fact, it's something supernatural. Okay, so this Christmas season, let's celebrate Jesus, okay? And that's something that's super exciting. And that's actually something that's so great that has happened because of America's influence is that the whole world celebrates Christmas. You know, and I know I'm hearing some of you critics and you're saying, oh, yeah, well, they're not celebrating Jesus. They're celebrating Santa Claus. It's too commercialized. People focus on the presents. But understand, it's still a holiday that's centered around Jesus Christ. Okay, so even if people are celebrating it and they don't understand what they're celebrating, they're still celebrating Jesus, okay? That's still something that we can be happy about and that we can celebrate. Okay, look, and as we step into influence, guys, we can teach them what they're actually celebrating, okay? We don't need to be, you know, bitter and upset. You know, they're changing Christmas and they're doing this and that. Look, God intends for the body of Christ to step into a position of authority God intends for us to step into a position of influence and power. 
So let's not focus on complaining about what the world's doing. The world is going to do their thing, okay? And what can you expect from them, right? Do they know God? Do they know the Bible? No, they don't, okay? So instead of complaining about the world, talk to God. God, what do you want me to do? Because what what's going to happen is that you are going to end up being placed in a position of authority, and we're going to be able to turn the culture to Christ, okay? So people might not know the truth about Christmas. They might not know what they're celebrating or why Jesus is even worth celebrating, okay? But we're going to teach them, and we're going to show them how it's going to be so much fun to live for Christ. We're going to show them how rewarding and fulfilling it is to live for Christ, to submit to Him, and allow Him to rule and reign in your life. For unto us a child is born, for unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon His shoulders. It's going to be on our shoulders, guys. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Everlasting Father, Mighty God, Prince of Peace. These are things that people are going to call him. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. So Merry Christmas to all of you. And before we go, I want to say a quick prayer with you. Dear Heavenly Father God, I thank you, Lord, for all of those that are hearing the sound of my voice right now. And I pray a special blessing over them, Lord. I pray, Lord, that they would encounter your love just like it was the first time. I pray, Lord, that they would experience your presence, Lord, in a way that they've never experienced it before, God. And I pray, God, that for all of us, that we would learn to rend our hearts and surrender them to you, Lord, so that you can move mightily in us, God. Continue to show to us those heart issues, God, those things that do not belong there, that we can submit to you, Lord. And I thank you, God, that they are going to begin to experience the supernatural as they submit to you, God. I decree and declare over them, God, supernatural healing, God, supernatural breakthrough, Lord, miracles, signs, wonders manifesting in their life, Lord, in Jesus' name. I thank you, God, that they're going to experience financial breakthrough in unexpected places, God. I thank you, God, that you have already, Lord begun to work in the lives of their loved ones, Lord, that they know that they can submit and they can surrender, Lord, and trust you, Lord, with even their loved ones, God, with even their family members, God, because we know, God, that they are part of our inheritance. Because we decree and declare, God, that not a single one of our loved ones, Lord, will be lost to Satan, God, but every single one of them will come to know you and they will come to know your ways of doing things, God. They will come to know your love, God, in your presence, God. So we trust you, God, even with our loved ones, God. We trust you, Lord, even with our relationships, God. We trust you, Lord, even with our businesses, God. And I decree and declare, Lord, the inventive spirit, Lord, is coming upon your people, God. I thank you, God, that the entrepreneurial spirit is coming upon your people, God. I thank you, God, that business savvy is coming upon your people, God. Creative ideas, God. New songs, Lord. New inventions, God. I thank you, God, that it is coming upon your people, God, that are hearing the sound of my voice. And I pray, Lord, that we would submit to you, Lord, in everything, God, 
and that we would celebrate you this Christmas, God. I thank you that we would be reminded, Lord, of all the good things that you've done in our lives so that we can thank you and we can praise you and give you honor and glory for them, God, because that's what we want to do this Christmas season. So thank you, Lord, so much for your son. Thank you for showering us with your love, Lord, even when we don't deserve it. And thank you, God, for your continued mercy, your continued grace, and your continued goodness. We are so grateful for you this Christmas season, God, and we give you all the praise and glory. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are just about out of time, but before we go, I want to remind you that the Prophetic Gathering of the Saints is coming up this December 31st, and this is such a great event where we always hear new revelation and new word from God about what's coming in 2022, okay? God has prophetic words for you. He has miracles that are going to happen in your life, and I encourage you, that is why you want to attend the Prophetic Gathering of the Saints, because the theme for this year, this upcoming year, is that we're going to be leaping into glory in 2022 and even before 2022. So I encourage you, register today for the Prophetic Gathering of the Saints at SOGMI.org slash events. Again, that is SOGMI.org slash events. It's $26 per person. We have in-person and live streaming tickets available. So you want to go online today and register for the event. It's taking place right here in San Antonio, Texas at the Hilton Garden Inn at the Rim. Again, that is at SOGMI.org slash events to register for the prophetic gathering of the saints. Thank you so much for tuning in. Merry Christmas to all of you. And until next time, God bless you. Thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to the prophetic voice of our time. We really hope you were blessed by today's episode. And if you were, we want to hear from you. You can call us at 210-695-1630. Or you can email us at sogmi at outlook.com. That's S-O-G-M-I at outlook.com. And we really encourage you to visit our website, sogmi.org. That is S-O-G-M-I.org. That's where you can listen to previous episodes of this podcast and even support this podcast. We're supported by listeners just like you. So if you want to support this ministry, you can go to SOGMI.org and hit the donate button. You can also send a check to P.O. Box 1579 Lotus, Texas, 78023. Again, that is P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas, 78023. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.